Welcome to Bronnie the Authentic Jazz Artist Show with your host, Bronniger McDaniel. Now, live from Nashville, here's your host, Bronnie. Hello, everybody. Hope you all are having a great morning or evening, wherever you might be. That's all over the world. And I'm so happy to introduce Mr. Tony McDaniel, the co-host. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I know. I'm so excited today. We're going to have two guests on the show. One's going to be in studio with us. Another one is going to be on the line. But uh, we're so excited about that because these are Nashvillians. These are guys that mm-hmm. are you know, helping out the area, but they also have a lot to do with music. So right. we're really excited about that. Uh, you know, I know that we were talking on our last uh, show a little bit about Adele, but this time we found out the first time she opened up with her song, it was number one on Spotify and the most songs, the most streams it ever did. So we're really excited about that. And she's, you know, she's with Sony. And then she had a little bit of controversy, but we won't go into that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, some of those exciting things that we were, were talking about, too, was uh, some of the venues that um, people play at uh, and, and around Nashville, you know, that, that some people don't know about. A lot of people, when they come to Nashville, they think about Broadway and they think about Second Avenue. But um, we also have what we call West End Avenue. And that's where there's a lot of songwriter nights where People who come to Nashville who want to be successful, that's where they start out being songwriters. They go to these songwriters nights. And you, 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 Ronnie, you've been to those. Tell us a little bit of how that is. I mean, I think it's really fun. You get to meet so many new people and um, you find people that have a little same thing that you have in common with you. And then you'll find these people that want to write with you or are you, you know, the networking part of yes, it. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it's all about. It's networking, I think. And then just, being able to communicate, you know. Well, getting your music out there. Yes. You know, that's, that's the main thing. And everybody's unique in their own style. Yes, and I, my motto, and I'll still say it every day, is consistence, persistence, good dreams do come true. But you've got to work it. You cannot just do it for maybe a day or two, you know, and lay it down and say, well, I'll come back and catch up in about a month. You have to just right. stay after this stuff if you want to do anything and become anything in life. That's with anything. And, you, know. you know, what comes with networking is meeting other writers and other successful musicians. Correct. And so speaking of that, and you know, going into our next uh, little conversation over the past summer, you did a co-write with Jimmy Charles. Yes. And he's a great basic, country artist, great country artist. Phenomenal. Got, I mean, he has got fans all over the world, mm-hmm. a, a lot here in the United States, but y'all wrote a song together. Uh, what was the name of it? Earth Angel. Earth Angel. She's my Earth Angel. But he he does amazing. I just harmonize with him on yeah. that song. And, and y'all did a you know and most songwriters when they when they do a co-write you know it's it, they all kind of pick what location y'all going to kind of meet at. Some do it over over the internet. Yes. Know? Well, yeah. But with technology, we do that. Yeah, I mean, just like we did with Imran. Well, that's right. You and Imran did that over on the internet. And uh, that, and you did a whole album actually. I mean, you did like six songs on that. We album. did, and uh, and he, that was great having him on last week. He's he's an awesome musician. You, yeah. By the way, if you guys hadn't heard his the podcast from last week, go check him out. He's very good. And he's he's just a nice guy. I'm very funny. Oh, he's he's big heart. I mean, he, he he's he's a musician. Yeah, he, it's what he loves to do. But what I would like to do, Bronnie, is let's let people hear that song that you co-wrote with a. Uh, Jimmy called okay. Earth Angel, and sure. let's put that on. And then when we get done, we'll come back and we'll introduce our next guest. Okay? That's that's great. Yeah. All right, you're listening to Bronnie, the authentic jazz artist, and here is Earth Angel. 
halo can be seen Just like you can't all see every pair of wings But I always know when my angel's near Cause I can feel her great song it was a great song it was fun watching you guys write it thank you well i'm really excited you know why tell us we have a great person in the studio yes today. we do 
So let's don't let's don't wait any longer. I want to introduce him right now. One drum of row. Nashville's finest. Got a drum row. <laughs> he's amazing, y'all. Nashville's finest, right here, he's Officer a, Calvin a, Graham. Yes, and he's a great friend. Welcome too. in, Calvin. Thank you for having yeah. me. Here. So you. one Good of evening. the one of the fun things about Calvin is Calvin's not just a police officer in Nashville. Musician. He is a, a well. He's an he's an artist. He's yes, a singer. Exactly. So tell us a little bit about your singing. I uh, started in the church at a young age, singing in the choirs, and uh, started singing spirituals or gospels. And then uh, later, got a little older, went to the Navy, sang in the Navy's choir, uh, especially uh, the ship's choir, they call it. And then after that, I matriculated to uh, college. and uh, I went through college in the military and the Army, retired, and then uh, became a police officer and started singing talent shows for, for the police department. That's awesome. And I bet a lot of your uh, uh, colleagues all... Enjoy coming around hearing you, huh? Only once a year when they go to the talent show. They probably don't. Sing. You know, they probably talent shows. You know how that goes, Bronnie. They're probably like, oh god, there's Officer Cream. I don't know if we got if we're gonna make it this year. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's and he's incredible. also in the fitness big time too. I mean, he shared some stuff with me on that. Yeah, has trained a lot of people. Well, I mean, Tell us a little bit about that yeah. too. Well, well um, I was master fitness uh, trainer for the Army, U.S. Army for 20 years. So I did a lot of uh, training soldiers, getting ready for deployment, and then getting ready for their own individual fitness. Um, and then later, um, as an officer, I became a coach on a, on a off-duty time, you know, coach cross-country and track. That's awesome. And, Very you know, good. being an artist, uh, being fit is really important, you know, for, you know, having that lung space for singing, that kind of stuff like that. And we're going to have on next week, we're going to have an, another person on that's a, a like a voice coach, which we're excited about that as well. Yes, she's amazing too. But tell us, I know you got some questions. I'm, well, I'm gonna, I just wanted to ask him too, and not just for myself, but for other artists out there, what's some of your nutrition? What what do you recommend for people out there? Well, uh, for cardio, I'm a long distance runner by trade. So uh, a lot of carbs, um, definitely you drink a lot of water, you know, you want to. Uh, flush your system, and uh, you just want to, you know, stay away from the greasy foods and stuff. Well, did you say a lot of carbs? Yes. Okay, so let's explain that to people because a lot of people get that misinterpreted because a lot of people say, well, we're not supposed to have carbs, and I've told people before, even myself, you do have to have a certain amount of carbs. So explain that to them. Well, you need the carbs. To, you got to treat your body like an engine of a car. So you need a lot of carbs to use that energy to do a lot of distance work. Well, like I tell my team, LSD, long, slow distance. So I'm going to tell them to run four or five, even 10 miles or 11 miles on Saturdays. Then you build up on carbs the night before, i.e. pasta, uh, breads, and so forth. That burns, and that gives you the more uh, long-lasting energy to last the long-distance training. That right, you, the stamina, right? Yes. And, and, and you'll See there? That see, that's what I'm talking about. How awesome is that? See, we learn something every day. Well, everybody has a unique way of staying fit. But the the whole thing to this whole situation is for somebody who is a musician who sings, I mean, it's very important that you take care of your voice. Mm, definitely. And, but that, that all goes back to what you eat and how you exercise. That's, that's correct. A lot of uh, um, fitness as well as drinking water, you know, loosening your, uh, basically opening your cardio, your, your airways. So the more distance, the more. Y'all hold on while I drink some water. <laughs> Not a oh my lord Not a oh, hold on let me finish this milkshake <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness uh, but anyway wow. uh, you know <laughs> but you know who y'all forget all the time you guys get on the stage y'all get all the glory what about these guys backstage man putting all this stuff up on the stage yes that's and, right Tony now, you, now let me just, I'm the one that needs a milkshake 
Yeah. <laughs> Let me just correct you on that. Okay, hon. How many times do I give you credit? I tell all my people when I'm out on gigs or venues, I say, I just want to thank the guys that's behind me playing, but I also want to thank this guy over here, which is you co-host tonight, Tony McDaniel. And <laughs> okay, I'll say thank I'm you for wh- all the things maybe, that you do behind I'm just the scenes. A little bit. I wasn't right. I wasn't done. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> take the credit. Take it. Take it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta take it when you can. Yeah. So no, he does. He helps me with all my website, uh, a lot of stuff on social media that is behind the scenes that he does for me also. And I've learned a lot from Tony doing this stuff. But now he's learned a lot from me too. Yeah. He said, yeah. I know when to be quiet. <laughs> Not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no. it's all good. Yeah, it's no, he's very, very, very good. Well, tell us a little bit about. Um, How you what, got into this. Well, he, well, he's, that's probably a long story. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, which, which chapter? Well, what I was going to ask him was. At what at what point did you feel like, uh, hey, I'm going to kind of maybe pursue a little bit of singing uh, when I, when I'm not working? I mean, what I mean is it just a passion of yours, or was it something you wanted to do, you just, but you weren't sure about it, or what? Well, I was sure. I mean, growing up with the, uh, my family, you know, with, uh, I'm the oldest of nine, and you go to church or else. You don't want to well, know yeah. or else. Well, yeah. So had to you get that something. praise on. Okay? Well, you get that praise, but uh, most of my family, uh, father, my mother, and grandparents, they sang in the choir. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was like, might as well do the same thing, and then That's I started awesome. getting used to it. Uh, and I just got to feel the influence, influential characters in my life as well as the gospel roots of listening to Mahalia Jackson and and uh, Sam Cooke and the Soul Stairs and James Cleveland. So I learned to get used to that every morning, waking up at 4.30 or 5 in the morning, listen to grandma singing while she's making bacon and eggs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, okay. Well, you know, singing. speaking, that's really funny you're talking about that. On Sunday mornings, first thing that Barnard does is we're, we're listening to praise songs before we even oh, go yes, to church. love it, love it. You know, we, uh, it, it's like, you know, it's Sunday morning. It's time to get up, get ready to go to church. And uh, that's what we do in the mornings on Sunday. Yes, but I do it every day of the week too. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm Sunday mornings are amazing. Yes. But like in the morning, sometimes I'll just put my, I'll say, if I sit now, she'll start playing. Well, it's so I can't for, say, it's preparing for the I word. Gotcha. But gotcha. I, I like to listen to Caleb. I like to this elevation worship, praise yeah. and worship, gospel, whatever. You well, know? you know, it's like I was mentioning, it's it's preparing yourself for the word. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to, to grasp that appetite for the word. And that's where it's at. But, uh, you know, we're all just, you know, when it comes to music, though, that's, it's, it's, you're kind of born with it too, don't you think? Yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, look at my, I said it before, my mom, dad, they were so talented and my brother, he's extremely talented, pastor too, and his wife, Yolanda, my sister, yeah. my brother, my nieces, my nephews, uh, and my, it, my son. It's an environment that you grow up in. One of my as, sons as is very talented. Now, there's some people out there that don't recognize it until later on when they're not in that mm-hmm. environment. Mm-hmm. And that maybe they weren't pushed to do it. Maybe they were on the back pedal of it. Well, look how some of these homeless people have been discovered right here on the streets. I mean, yeah, that amazing. Is that is so, so amazing. I guess we're going to change gears just a little bit. Tell us a little bit about, um, you know, being on the uh, police department with Nashville and how that, you know, uh, how that came about. That was, um, I be- really, I became a cop or a police officer by bet. Me and my stepfather was playing chess. The bet was, um, if I win, go back to the, uh, go back to the army as I continue my career as AMP, military police. Or if I lose during a chess match, fly for the police academy. I lost. 
Oh, wow. So I've been here since for 23 years. Are now. you not really a good chess player? Or what? I am now. <laughs> I, I don't lose that much. Uh, so, and again, you know, even going back to even before then, when I was in Iraq, I played every Sunday, I played, I call it the Sam Cook Hour. I played all these gospel spirituals before yeah. I go on a mission to yeah. get me, get my mind ready to. In the right uh, place. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. And then now I just, like you see, Bronnie, I listen to music all the time, mostly oldies and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, that's where I grew up on my Motown. So you've been with, Yes, 23 years, you said? Yes, ma'am. 23 that's years seven months. Yes. That's awesome. Yes, that's now, you're getting ready to retire soon, aren't you? Or Yes, well, I'm looking about 15 more months to retire. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you plan to do after that? Um, if I don't have a full-time track coach job or you know, become an RTC instructor for a high school or a college, I, mean, I may look at the uh, avenue of, you know, getting start singing. He's going to do music. a pot show. <laughs> yeah, come on, and join us. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love it. I love it. Oh my goodness! You said, well, tell it like it is. <laughs> uh, so you know, being with the police department, I, I'm sure you've ran into some famous singers, right? Uh, probably really? few. If they was inside, well, maybe singing, you ran I was into outside. a lot of people who think they're famous. Oh, a lot, oh, a lot of <laughs> oh, amateur yeah, professionals. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, yes, definitely. That's funny. Uh, you know. Uh, Telling a lot of the, uh, we were, I think the, one of the conversations we had off air, you were telling about how uh, safe it was to be downtown. Yes, sir. Because a lot of people hear different things about when they come to Nashville, is it safe to do this or to do that? You know, for, I, I've never felt that it was unsafe. I just felt like, you know, it's like, like every other metropolitan city. You know, you, it's going to have its ups and downs. But That's correct. You know, as far as the venues on Broadway and on um, – Second Avenue, where most of the you know tourists come, I've always felt that it's pretty safe down there. That's definitely safe. We have a more officer presence now uh, with mm-hmm. this new administration. The chief Chief Drake has done a fine job of putting the police officers down there, so entertainers such as yourself can enjoy each other and and sing and mm-hmm. do what you've been doing, do what you've been destined to do. You know, from right. from up above. And that that is that you know getting all serious real quick. That that is a thought that a lot of musicians have in the back yes. of their head. I'm sure, you know. Are we safe here to play here? Is you know, and that that's not just on you guys though. I mean, right. the venues right. also have to have their their security. That is correct. That is correct. And, and I, I'm sure there's a fine line on that as well. I was just going to say while we're talking about this, by the way, um, November the sixth, not this weekend, but next weekend, you guys, if you haven't got your tickets, go get them. Uh, there'll be a link on here. Uh, be playing at the Wine down on Main Street with. Stephen Coe, Adrian Pollard, Chris Schaffner, Joey Morgan, and myself, of course. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. We'll be playing from 7 to 10 o'clock. There will be so much food out there. And and that will be on the – if you live in the Nashville area, that's Franklin, Tennessee. That's on November 6th. That they can catch you down there for that event, which is uh, helps – Sponsor yeah. the Boys and Girls Club. Well, it's not really, it does sponsor them, but it, it helps bring exactly. donations in for the Boys and Girls and Club. And I want to That's say thank you to Denise, Denise Grace, Crothers. Denise Crothers, yes, yeah, she's a. And her crew. Uh, she does a fantastic job. I don't know how many, this, how many years has it been that they've done this? I mean, it's quite a few. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I think about, it's their biggest fundraiser of the year. That's, I think it's going to be about four or 5,000 people That's there. amazing. But, uh, you know, um, Calvin, can you sing something for us? I, mean, I, know, I know I'm putting you on the spot. Can, can you just sing something special for us? Just even if it's just a one line, one just verse. One line, it's gonna be. Uh, please bear with me. I was uh, at a coach at a track cross country meet today, yelling at my athletes running. So, uh, well, just just think of this: for you're in front of all those like thousands of people that you see every day. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's see. 
I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. When it's cold outside, I've got the month of May. I guess you say, what can make me feel this way? My girl, my girl. There you go. Talking about my girl, my girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm talking love about? It, I love it. I love it. We got to work up some stuff here. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So basically, you know, that's Calvin. Man, I like that. Well, I mean, every time I take somebody to jail. Give me one jail, more line of that. Oh, um, why wow, another the same song? Yeah. Or, wow. Uh, I like that. Okay. <laughs> I got sunshine. Oh, oh, the same thing. The same yeah. Song. Oh, I mean, he, he did that line. What, what's another? What's another? Uh, <laughs> what's a? What's a? Um, you said you're Sam. What's a Sam Cook song? Oh, uh, Sam. That's my boy, Mr. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, Sam. I know Cook. you got one of those. Oh, yeah. Darling, you send me honest, you do. Whoa, whoa, you thrill me. Darling, you thrill me. Darling, you thrill me. Honest, you do. That's, That's awesome. awesome. You got a great, great uh, voice. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's been a thrill having you on the show today, yes, man. And you can stick around for the next uh, uh, segment. But uh, what you got something to add? I'm just thinking about that. I'm thinking about that song. We can be singing. We can work it out. Remember that song? Okay. All we right. can work it out. Yeah. Hey, we can do it. You make well, uh, sit at the top. I know mm-hmm. the I know the listeners are probably going. Gosh, I wish Tony be really quiet when they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And actually, Tony's got a great voice. Yeah, she when says you, that. When you can get him to sing, Tony, sing a little bit of Michael Bublé, like um, "Home." Just, just say a little. How about home. we not? <laughs> wow, I love it. Okay. Um, what do you want me? You want me sing? You want me sing something? Let here? me go home. Yeah, let me go. I'm already home. What are you talking okay. about? We no, just uh, sing just a little bit of it. Uh, no, how about I sing? Uh, Easy. No. Beautiful. You're, uh, how about you sing? You're so beautiful you to me. There you go. So beautiful to me. Can't you see? That's it. You're everything that I hope for and everything that I need. And you are so beautiful to me. Oh, great. 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 We just love having fun, guys. And gals. I have to say gals because I know there's a lot of gals. um, I know that that, uh, sometimes it's hard to like uh, sing when you're on the spot, but you did a great job. I uh, you it. can yeah, tell. Um, you can tell when they're an artist. <laughs> Appreciate you being you. on the, uh, yes. in the studio with us. It's been a pleasure. And um, he'll I, be back because we're going to be doing some live music in the future together. He's going to help yes, me do I some stuff. I look forward to it. It'll be fun. So, Ronnie, uh, you want some of the listeners to hear another song of yours? Sure. Which one you want to? Well, I mean, how about dude? Let's let's. We haven't done this for a long time. What about Kinks? Let's get our kinks worked out. Let's yeah. do that one. That's a nice That's song. a really funky jazz That's song. Little, well, some might like it. It's kind of like a little like rock jazz. Not really Let's so get much. our kinks worked out. Do that one, yeah. Yeah, well, tell them a little bit about what it's about. I mean, you, you know, 
Everything's about me anyway, right? <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, I'm just kidding. I'm not. Actually, I'm not her. This is tester, before I met you. Or tested. This is wow. before I met I mean, you. Uh, Let me correct you on that one. Oh, this is for me. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Depths no. The fire. <laughs> no. Just really. got burned. I wrote this one uh, several years way, I guess, back in maybe twelve, two thousand twelve, something like that. And uh, well, I thought this one was about me though. It can if you want it to. It can be about anybody. Well, maybe that. Maybe it was about just in general. And it I is. It and it's talking about let's get our kinks worked out. <laughs> let's get the fires burnt, burned out before we say I love you. I'm just kidding. No, I, no, know. I know. That and that's know. what it talks about. You know, you you can hear it. Go ahead and play it for me. All them. right. Well, I tell you what. Let's go ahead and get that song going because now everybody kind of knows what it's about. Well, it's yeah. called Let's Get Our Kinks Worked Out. It was out. number one for a while on Reverb. I do know yeah. that. Yeah, it um, was. And it was played overseas. It was yes, played it in, was in the UK. It's played out in San Francisco, mm-hmm. in California, and Texas. So it we got to bring that song back. Yeah. We might do that next week. I think we should revamp it. Yeah, let's do it. And call it Let's Get Our Kings Worked Out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a joke. Anyway, um, I'm think? having fun. <laughs> we should do this more often. <laughs> Maybe every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's gear it up for Let's Get Our Kings Worked Out. Let's get our kinks worked out Let's get the fires burned out Oh, say that I love you It's like meeting someone for the first time And saying it's so nice to meet you Until you find they got a lot of baggage Just like me and you After all, that's what it's all about That you're taking, smiling a lot Let's have some fun Until the right one comes along Singing a song Saying, I love you be friends And when the night comes, lay down with me But bring me no negativity Hold me close Hold me tight and say I love you You call me a jerk But try to make things work Then we try to compromise Our words get tangled up Next thing we say is that I hate you But never mind, let's put it behind Cause after all, it's just a part of us Who wants attention And at the end of the day, we'll both say We have our redemption Come right on in, pull up a chair, let's be friends. And when the night comes, lay down with me. But bring me no negativity. Hold me close, 
Welcome to Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Show, with your host, Broniger McDaniel. Now, live from Nashville, here's your host, Broniger. Hello, everyone. Hope you guys or gals are having a great day or great evening, wherever you may be. We're so excited to bring on Mr. Ron Wins tonight. He is an amazing, amazing person, and he, yes, is, he is such a great, great friend of ours, too. We had the privilege to meet him. It's been a while back, had the honor to be able to be in some of his write-ups, magazines, newspapers. He's an writer. Yes, he is. And uh, he and does he, a lot for all of us artists. He's with the Nashville Scene, which is a, in the uh, Tennessee Tribune. He is. Radio station. Uh, in a radio station. In jazz. A, in a jazz radio station. He is. And we'll have him on just a And he'll, he'll be sure and bring all this stuff and talk to you guys about it. Right. But you know what? Uh, some news that I saw from last uh, last I read was uh, he was doing another another couple. Uh, he's doing another couple things that are new, and he'll go into more of that when he talks with us a little bit in the show. Yes, on. definitely. But uh, you know, a lot of other things been going on this week. Uh, we uh, definitely uh, excited about some things coming up, which is. On November 6th, what is that, Bronnie? That is a wine down on Main Street in Franklin, Tennessee, and it's for the Boys and Girls Club, and we'll be playing from 7 to 10, me and the guys, and they will have so much food out there and just all kind of stuff for entertainment. So, And it's really it's an exciting event. Um, it's been around for a, a, a ways now. Yeah, Miss Denise Crothers. This will be the third year that we've done it. Uh-huh, We're really excited about doing it because it really helps out the Middle Tennessee Boys and Girls Club, and you know they help you know four to five thousand kids a year and uh, helping them each year. Uh, and this is a, a, a big fundraiser for them that happens annually, but it's a lot of fun too. You mm-hmm. get to walk down the streets of Franklin, Tennessee, and it's nice and cozy, and you, you know people come in and out, taste wines and stuff like that. I'm sure to be a l- real cozy. Because it's going to be cold, too. But anyway, can't wait for you guys to be able to uh, come out there if you hadn't had a chance. And if you have been out there before during this time, I know you guys are bound to love it because it's an awesome thing. And it's like I said, it's a great, great cause for the Boys and Girls Club. And so that show will be November 6th from 7 to 10, wind down Main Street. Well, the time has come. We're going to be getting ready for our next guest. And uh, we can't wait for uh, that to happen, and that will be Ron Wims. All right, you're listening to Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Show, with your host, Broniger McDaniel, and here she is. Who's our guest today? 
Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Podcast, and we have on here today Mr. Ron Wins. So excited to have him on here with us. He's a blessing to so many. I know he's been a blessing to myself and to Tony, and we just want to proceed from here. How you doing, Ron? Fine, Tony. How you doing? How you doing, Bronnie? Doing awesome, brother. I appreciate it. I'm going to call you brother because you're like a brother to me now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. So what's been going on in the entertainment world in Nashville? Well, you know, I guess a couple of the biggest things is uh, the Nashville Jazz Workshop has moved to uh, Buchanan Street. And they're having their fundraiser this weekend. Wow. Jazz Mania. That's wow. awesome. So that's like one of the biggest things right now. Right. So uh, over a period of time, uh, in the last, I guess over the last past year, uh, I guess you've been writing for the Nashville scene and the Tennessee Tribune. Is that right? Yeah, those are my two primary outlets. And I have a couple of other uh, new ones. Uh, I guess the newest one is I'm back doing the twice a week Tennessee Jazz and Blues uh column on the, their Facebook page and on their website, and then I do periodic stuff for this online publication called The Bluegrass uh, Situation, and I also do monthly things for Everything Underground in Indianapolis. So those, those are my periodic things to keep me going. So tell us about the new project you're doing. What is it called again? The Bluegrass what? The Bluegrass Situation. It's a online music publication that covers a wide range of roots music. That's great. They cover blues, country, uh, jazz, R&B, and I do some things for them. So, uh, in in the uh, as far as for the uh, jazz workshop, has there been anything uh, interesting going on there? As far as them besides them moving to Buchanan Street? Oh yeah, they've resumed their online classes, and I mean, well, also the in person classes. They've got both in person and online. The Jazz Cave is up again, and they're having uh, regular concerts at the Jazz Cave. So they're being they're very busy right now. That's awesome. So you know, uh, we mentioned that you uh, write for the Nashville scene. Uh, besides Brawny, who are some of the uh, uh, artists that you have uh, wrote about and and informed everybody about? Wow, that you, well, might you know, think I've, that you really I've been, like. I've written for the scene since 1995, but uh, I, I can give you some recent ones. That'd be awesome. Uh, Jeff Coffin, uh, Steve Cropper, uh, Marcus Finney. In these, uh, in a, you know, I've heard of some of these guys because being around Nashville, uh, they can catch those in the recent issues of the Nashville scene online. Correct. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. And uh, I just did one a couple weeks ago about the guitarist Robin Ford. Awesome. And yeah, so uh, I've been fortunate. I've been able to uh, cover a lot of people uh, in the time I've been in that show. I'm really happy about that. So what's some of the things behind the scenes that you've maybe maybe learned uh, about some of the artists that you've uh, you know wrote about? Any, any funny ones that come to mind? <laughs> well, uh, it's interesting. I was just telling somebody the other day that when I retire, I'm going to do a book and call it all the stuff I couldn't put in print because <laughs> uh, because a lot of times people tell you stuff and then they'll say, "But now you know, 
that's off the record. Off the so, record. Uh, I guess I guess that's going to be your title, right? Off the record. <laughs> off the record. Yeah, that's going to be the title of the, of the book when I do it. Yeah, but I'll say one thing about uh, artists in Nashville, just in general and across the board, jazz, blues, country. They're really very, very cordial and they're very open. And uh, I've never had any problems with anybody in Nashville that I've interviewed. And I can't say that's the same for every place I've worked, but that's certainly true for in, in Nashville. That's awesome. So, Ron, when you were growing up, what made you feel like you wanted to do this for a career? Well, to tell you the truth, I wanted to be a musician, but I wasn't good enough. I played huh. piano when I was a teenager, but I found out very quickly that I didn't have a, a great future as a professional pianist. So uh, I always liked writing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that just, I kind of just naturally gravitated towards uh, writing. And mm-hmm. I started out in news and I did news for a couple of years, but I decided I didn't really like uh, covering courts and car chases. So I switched over to something that I really enjoyed, which was the arts. And I've been doing it now. Oh, yeah. Almost yeah. 40 years. Wow, that's amazing. So, um, Ron, you know, you and I met. It's been a few years now. And you want to talk about that a little bit? Let some of the people know how you and I met. Well, now, I got it. As I remember, I think. You sent me a record or you sent me something and I was real impressed with it. And I contacted you and asked you to do an interview and we've kind of maintained a relationship ever since then. We have. Yes. That's right. Yes. It's been a blessing. And I had the the opportunity to be in the Nashville scene before and the, the Tennessee Tribune and some stuff and working on some more stuff for the near future with that. You would, that would be great too. Uh, yeah. Did you do any songwriting? I mean, you talked about writing. Did you do any songwriting? Oh, no, no, no. I, I was strictly instrumentalist. I just yeah. played piano. I tried to play piano. I didn't do very well. Yeah. Now, my oldest son has done great. He's a guitarist, and he has uh, had a very, very good career for a number of years. So he actually kept doing what I wanted to do, but he's a lot better than I was. Now, does he have any stuff out where we can hear it or anything? or? Well, he has been the music director for Public Enemy for like the last 20 years or so. Really? So, yeah. So that that's his main gig. But then he's also done a lot of things around Memphis. That's where that's where my, my both of my sons live. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah. What do you now? Speaking of Memphis, what is the music scene like in Memphis as opposed to Nashville? Well, the root music in Memphis is blues, whereas the root music here in Nashville is country. But you have a lot of other different types of music in both cities. But that would be the biggest difference is if you go to Memphis, you will hear in the live bars either blues or Elvis Presley. One of those are the two things that you hear most in, in Memphis. I can see that. Well, you know, B.B. King's here in Nashville. I know they closed down. They've been closed for a while. I don't know if they're going to. Have you heard if they're going to reopen? I, I had such the honor of being able to sing there a few times before and I love it. I miss it. We would go there even if I wasn't singing, but I had some great friends that actually played in the all-star band, but have you heard if they're going to reopen or anything? I've heard that they're trying, but you know, they got, they were part of that horrible uh, bombing incident. Yes. I don't know if they're going to be able to reopen this year 
or not. But I understand that they do want to reopen at some point. Well, that's good to hear. I mean, that's that's the first I heard of that. That's awesome. Yes, definitely. That's definitely a place in Nashville. Well, now that's that's what I hear. You know, kind of rumor stuff. Nobody yeah. will come on the record. Nobody's confirmed that, it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I hear that they they do want they do want to reopen. So when you uh you know write an article for uh you know the Tribune or you write an article for the scene. I mean, when you're talking to, how do most uh, artists, how do you meet them? Do you, is it somebody you discover? Is it somebody who kind of points you in a direction or how does that work? Well, first of all, I mean, I, I think I probably spend three quarters of my time uh, reading stuff, you know, uh, right. going through newspapers, going through magazines, uh, watching things on TV. So I try to keep up with who's doing what that's the first thing then the second thing is a uh, word of mouth you know people would will tell me about certain artists to ask me have you heard this person they're playing at so-and-so or have you heard about this record and then i guess the third thing is uh once i form relationships with people i try to keep up with what they're doing keep abreast of you know what they're doing and stuff so i can update the audience on it so you, I guess that's a long answer to, yeah. to your question. Well, no, it's that's a great a, answer. It's a great answer. But uh, let me ask you this: Have you have you interviewed anybody that's ever made it really big on the on a wide scale? Well, looking back, I guess, and she doesn't even remember it now, and I don't blame her because she's a world famous celebrity. But I did one of the first interviews anybody ever did locally with Taylor Swift. When she wow. didn't have any record contracts and didn't have any records out, anything. That's so awesome. That's, that's how far awesome. back I go with, with, with doing this kind of stuff. That's right. amazing. Yeah. That's great. I bet that was kind of un unique at the time, wasn't it? It was because she was very nice, very cordial, and just getting started and was just so happy that anybody wanted to talk to her about anything. And, of course, now she's a huge, huge star. So, Yeah. Well, I mean, she's definitely made her mark in music, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I know that uh, – on the Tennessee Tribune, what 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 all what what's the column you write on there? Is there is it is it about music still, or is it more? Is it, you have a broad spectrum on that, or? Well, I do both arts and sports for the Tribune, so I get to and sports is my other love. That's something else I wanted to do that I couldn't do. I wanted to be a a, a big league first baseman, but I couldn't hit a curveball. So so I get to cover uh, the Titans, the Predators, uh, the Sounds. Half the time, and the other half the time, I get to write about music and movies and uh, that's awesome. Things of that I, sort. Yeah. I, so, what was it like? I, I'm assuming you've gotten a chance to uh, maybe interview Eddie George. How's that? I interviewed Eddie George. Believe it or not, not for sports. I interviewed him when he went on Broadway, and oh, wow. I did a cover story for on him for the scene when he was really getting when when acting was what I thought he was going to do for the rest of his life. Yeah. And now he's back in football as a coach, which I didn't I didn't anticipate that happening. But yeah. uh, he's coaching TSU now. So. Yes, I know, and uh, it's his first year, so that's awesome. Well, Ron, as uh, as always, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Um, yes, any, definitely. Anything that uh, you, anytime that you have any news, just let us know. We'd love to have you on, come on and be our little Nashville correspondent, if you don't mind. <laughs> Oh no, I love it. I, I you know, I 
one of the things that always impressed me about Bronger from the first time that we met was there's like a real, there, there's a sincerity there and there's an honesty and a passion that you don't get with every artist. But oh. I get that with her. And so I, anything you make I can me do to help smile her, I'm and you make, to do it. you make me smile, but you mouth make me cry <laughs> happy tears. I thank God so much. I always say God gets all the glory and the praise for how far he's brought me to continue to open doors and what a blessing you are and how God put you and I in each other's lives. I'm so thankful well, for you. Thank you so much. I'm so thankful for you. And it was such an honor to have you on here today, or it might be tonight forever for some people all over the world, because this is all over the world. And Tony and I, Tony, my co-host, he's amazing himself. And we just want to say thank you again so much. We can't thank you enough. Yes. And uh, again, they can catch your writings on the national scene, the Tennessee Tribune. And what are the other two? Uh, the bluegrass situation. In fact, I've got a piece on in the bluegrass situation now about Ray Benson and Sleep at the Wheel. That's awesome. And then also the uh, Tennessee Jazz and Blues Society. I'll have a column up on the website and the Facebook page uh, tomorrow. That's awesome. Yes. Well, everybody check it out. You'll. It's a great read, I'm sure, because he does nothing but the best. And uh, we will uh, hopefully have you back on the show here in, in not too long. Yeah, and we want to well, thank thank you. We want to thank our sponsors too, and Mr. Quest Cross, my CEO and the team, and Sony. Uh, yeah, Sony Sparks Music. Team. Uh, Sony and Bravi TV is one of our biggest sponsors. Uh, again, that was Ron Wynn, and uh, we'll be right back after this with more on Bronny, the Authentic Jazz Artist Show. Now we're back to Bronny, the Authentic Jazz Artist Show, and here's your host, Bronny. Hi. I'm back, and this is running the Authentic Jazz Artist Podcast Show. Welcome back, to everybody. That was a great conversation we had with Ron Wynn, and he is definitely somebody we're going to have back on again. Hopefully, he'll be our national correspondent when it comes to music news. Yeah. And uh, but, Ronnie, what a great day it was with these two interviews. Um, sure was amazing. To next week, uh, we do want to thank some of our sponsors: Fifty Fifty Global Music, Sony Music, Orchard Publishing. Sony Music Publishing, Art 19, Bertelsmann Group, sponsored by Sony Electronics, Bravi TV. Again, you guys have a great rest of your week, and thanks for joining in on Ronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Show. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>